0: This podcast is produced by KPP Financial. Steve Peasley, President. KPP Financial. Independent thinking, shared success. And now today's podcast.
1: Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Invest Talk. It is Friday, January 3rd, 2020. 2020. And of course, that means a new year, new decade. And. In the last couple of days, we've had a lot of news coming out of the Mideast, and that's affected the market. Pretty volatile last couple of days. Should be expected, but I don't think there's anything to worry about, really. Moving past that, if you're a serious investor, you may want to ask yourself whether you're confident that your portfolio is balanced. Not what's happening day to day to day, but whether it's set up or optimized to a sensible mix of different kinds of risks. And how much risk you're willing to take. And understanding that is a lot more important than watching the day-to-day news and watching the, the indexes gyrate. Where are you? Where do you want to be? Market's going to be volatile this year. It's going to be volatile more this year than it was last year. We've already seen in the first two, couple, three days here of the year. Uh, but that's just intraday volatility. I'm talking about I think we're going to see more you know, swings in the market this year. So, so what you need to think about is the overall you know, mix of your portfolio and, and what kind of balance you want. Do you want to be more aggressive or less aggressive? That's much more important to think about, really. I'm Steve Peasley, and I thank you for joining me today. And of course, I hope you give me a call. That's what this show is all about. It's a call-in show, and when you do, you drive the show in the direction you want it. Whatever shape you want to make it take, it's up to you. Our goal here is always the same, always has been, and that is help you achieve financial freedom. And to do that, we provide information. We want to educate you to a point where you can make better decisions about your own money. And I think uh, I think everybody wants that, right? I mean, don't we all want to do better? I do. But you can't do it by just following the crowd. You got to think independently. Do your own thinking. But we got to teach you how to think. That's it. So I'm going to do my best to get you there, get you on that path to financial freedom. And our number to call to ask your questions is 888-99-CHART. And we're live today. We're live usually Monday through Friday, 4 to 5 Pacific time. I say usually because if there's a holidays in there, and we've had the last two weeks, a couple holidays right in the middle of the week, kind of screws up our schedule. But we're live, and we'll be alive. And we've been doing this umpteen bazillion years, and we'll continue to do it. Even after I'm gone, I'm sure Justin will continue to do it. So, now as you may have heard, I am I have pretty firm dates. I'm gonna meet with people, portfolio consultations, uh, Dallas, Texas, on January 24th. And yes, I do have a couple slots left there, and I do have more slots in uh, in New York, January 26th, uh, 28th, and 29th. It's 28th 28th, 29th, because that's over two days. I still have slots open. That's a Tuesday and a Wednesday. I'm returning to New York City. I have a feeling it's going to be awful cold. Well, we'll see. I'm bringing my wife, too, so you can feel winter. She is a at bred California, never lived anywhere else but Southern California, doesn't know what it's like to live in cold weather. So it'll be fun for her. If you're determined to get your portfolio assets optimized, if you'd like some experienced help managing your finances, well, that's what we're here for. Do a portfolio review. Uh, uh, Go to our portfolio review page on investoff.com, and you can register for one of these dates, make an appointment. And I will sit down with you, and we'll look at it together and decide where you're going. And if you can do this on your own, I'm not opposed for you to work your own portfolio. I'm not. I'm not. I think it's a good idea. But most people don't have the time, to be honest. So that's what I do. That's my what I do for a living. I help people. And I do like helping people. Trust me on this. Okay, my main talking point today. To become debt-free in 2020, you got to give up these five things. What five things? Can you give them up? You need to think about what you're spending your money on a day-to-day basis and whether it's worth it. Okay. And, of course, i got other things I want to talk about. How about China cut its bank reserve requirement? That's called a QE, everybody. How about, uh, will 2020 be a good year to buy a home? And, and here are the, the odds stocks will rise in 2020. Give me some historical stuff. I think I've given that before. What is the best job... That requires zero experience. Over $100,000 a year you can make. No experience. Hmm. And then if I can get to it, I got lots of stuff. I don't know why. I got lots of stuff. The gorgeous country, uh, the, this gorgeous country is the number one place to retire abroad. And you can do it on just $2,200 a month. Which country is that? Got lots to go through here. So if you don't call, I got lots to talk about. But of course, never. You're supposed to call. You drive the show. We're going to go wherever you want to go. It's Friday. And of course, on this Friday, I usually share some of the highlights from the KPP Premium Newsletter that you can subscribe to if you want. So let's get started. What do the markets do today? Well, the markets didn't do very well. After a big update yesterday, it gave back today. The, the Dow was down 234, but it wasn't as much as it gained yesterday. The Nasdaq was down 71, and the S&P down 23 Okay, volatility. That's what volatility is. Big up one day, big down the next, big up, down, down, down 10 days in a row, up 10 days in a row. That's volatility. Okay, and so I'm warning you that I think we're going to see more of that this year. More of that. More than last year anyways. Okay? So that's what I got planned for today. What's, what do you got planned? What do you guys want to talk about? You can call anytime listener line anytime you want. Here's a call that came in earlier at 888-99-CHART.
0: Hey, guys. This is Kurt from Maryland. I've got an investment strategy question. I'm getting close to retirement, and I was planning on supplementing Social Security with dividends. And the question is, during the market downturn, do dividends stay fairly steady, at least for blue-chip companies as compared to share prices, or should I expect some fluctuation in the uh, dividend stream that I'm hoping to get? I'll listen for your answer on the uh, podcast. Thanks a lot. Bye. Well well,
1: well, well, that's an excellent question. I really like that question. And generally speaking, generally speaking, the, the stocks that you buy, are you're going to buy the ones that are consistent. There are stocks that pay really high dividends, but they only pay them once in a while or every couple of years, and they can't pay them during the downtimes. But there are what they're what's called dividend achievers. There's a book out there called Dividend Achievers. And these are companies that pay dividends and raise their dividends year after year after year through th- through recessions, through anything. And there are companies out there that do that. You just got to find them. You know, and I'll, I'll give you an example. Johnson & Johnson doesn't cut its dividend during a recession. Most oil companies don't. They don't cut their dividends. Most telephone companies don't. They don't cut their dividends, but if you buy a master limited partnership in an oil, uh, oil uh, uh, related or natural gas related industry, yeah, they'll cut their dividends. See, so you got to be, you want to look at for those, for those companies that pay their dividends through economic turmoil. If you're going to live off the dividends, and that's what we do in our balanced income. Uh, portfolio. where well, we buy uh, half the, half the portfolios is, is bonds on the ladder. The other half have high dividend paying stocks. But it's not just high dividend paying. It's high dividend paying stocks that are consistent, that they can pay it. So the dividends are, you know, in the 3 to 5% range, but they're consistent. They We know they won't cut during the next economic downturn because we're looking for, that's why we call it balanced income. We're looking for the income. Yeah, I'd like to get some cap appreciation, but that's not the focus. So that's a good, good question to ask when you buy your stocks. Really good question. You're listening to Invest Talk. I'm Steve Peasley. and if you're serious about achieving financial freedom, you've got to be prepared for market volatility. It's coming. It's going to come. Just be prepared. That's all. I, you know, it, it's not a big deal. Just prepare for it. No, it's coming. So you don't react emotionally. Now, Talk listeners are invited to contact me or Justin Klein to set up an appointment for a portfolio assessment in a personalized sit-down session. If you work or live far, now, you know, if you work or live far from our offices, we can offer no-cost consultation by telephone or through Skype. The new year is here. Get your portfolio in shape. Gotta, I think the year might be pretty decent. So, learn more anytime at InvestTalk.com to get in touch with us. And now I'm taking your questions live, 888-99-CHART.
2: Your objective is to work hard, plan well, and achieve financial freedom, right? You're in luck, because Justin Klein is here now, ready to take your finance and investment questions. Call 888 888- 99 chart. Okay, five things to give up
1: to give up if you want to be debt free in 2020. These are experts are saying, and it makes sense. And you know what? I, I think most people know this. I just don't know if they can change. Number one, stop eating out constantly. You know, if you you have breakfast ten bucks, you had lunch fifteen bucks. That's a that, that alone is twenty five dollars a day, one hundred twenty five dollars a week. You know how much it is a year? Six thousand dollars. Now, okay, so don't give up. You know, don't give up eating out completely. But how about cutting it in half? Bring a bring a butter jelly sandwich to work sometimes, or a bologna or whatever. Bring it from home. Go home and cook yourself a couple noodles or something. I I don't know. But that I think we eat out way too much. By the way, I, I'm including myself in that. <laughs> uh, another thing: monthly subscriptions. You know, you get subscriptions, and you know they constantly charge you for things, and you don't use it anymore or very much, and it's just on your credit card, and it revolves. Make sure you don't pay things you don't use. Go look at your credit card bill. Okay, buying in bulk. You know, at like Costco and those types of places, people buy things in bulk. Bulk. Do you really need them that in bulk? Yeah. Do they wear, do they, you know, maybe canned goods, but, you know, that's nothing. You usually spend, even though it's cheap buying in bulk, it can be expensive because you're buying more than you need. And here's one thing I, I do do. I don't buy name brand products. I really don't. I, I pretty much stay away from name brands. They don't mean much to me. I don't, you yeah. know. Anyways, spending for the sake of social media—I don't do that either. <laughs> there's a couple of things I don't do, probably because I'm older. So all we're tra- all I'm trying to point out here is there's ways that you can cut. One of the things I used to talk about a lot is: Do you really need that five-dollar cup of coffee from Starbucks? You can't make your own coffee at home. Turn on a coffee maker and bring a huge uh, bring a huge thermos to work. Drink from that coffee, or do you have to have the Starbucks? You know, you can make your own fancy coffee. You know, (laughs) you can put chocolate in it or cream in it or whatever it is that you like. Anyways, ways to save money. I think it's pretty smart. Pretty smart. Okay, so we're in a new year and a new decade. So how are you going to do going forward? How did you do last year, 2019? 2019 was a pretty good year for the market. Not too often you get, you know, that kind of good year. So the question is, is what is it going to do in the new year? After a market does very well in one year, what happens in the following year? Well, there's statistics on this. Studies. Okay, economists say that 2020 would be a positive year, though not a stellar year. Okay, and that they're, they're talking about the housing market and they're talking about the stock market. So it's going to be a pretty good year. So how, what, are they, what are the odds that the stock will rise? What are the odds? What are the odds? And I'm going to give you those when we come back. But they're pretty good. This is the best Talk, streaming live Monday through Friday in the 4 o'clock hour every day, specific time. Monday through Friday, of course. And available for free download uh, as a condensed podcast. We cut out all the commercials, so you can listen to it if you want straight through. You can also browse by topic at investtalk.com. And you can also download, rate, and review us on Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play. And I would appreciate if you did that. And now I'm taking your financial investment questions live, 888-99-CHART.
2: To Invest Talk. 2019 is in the record books, and we are now into a new year and a new decade. The health of your financial future may depend on the decisions you start making now in 2020. Steve Peasley is here, ready to provide his unbiased investment guidance. The phone lines are open, and Steve is taking your questions live. 888 99 Chart.
0: Hello, uh, Steve and Justin, this is Nolan from the area. Uh, I have a question about Kraft Heinz, KHC, and I'm thinking about buying it, and uh, it looks like it's the third worst performing stock in S&P 500, so uh, it's the third worst performing for the last year of 2019. I think this is a great value. What do you think, guys? Thank you very much for your knowledge and uh, expertise. Thank you. Bye.
1: Kraft Heinz Company, KHC, makes food products such as beverages, cheeses, convenient meals, other grocery products sold worldwide. And it has fallen. It's one of the ones that uh, Warren Buffett, I think, owns this one. And it fell from $80 a couple years ago to now it's $31. It got as low as uh, the the mid-20s. So, you know, that's is it's come back a little bit. Um, so it is a good value. The dividend is 5.1%. This is kind of one of like the dogs of the Dow. Remember the dogs of the Dow theory, uh, that strategy, you buy the low, highest yielding, lowest price stocks in the Dow. I think uh, the Kraft Heinz company is in the Dow. And it would fit, fit that criteria. What what the hope is, is you're buying these big blue chip stocks. This is $38 billion, so it's big. And you're buying them at discounts. And this one kind of fits that criteria does that mean it's going to automatically go up? No, but it has good fundamentals, just not great. Uh, return to equity is 22%. That's pretty darn high. Uh, sales have been falling 4% or 5% per quarter, last three or four quarters. So that's where you're having problems. Earnings are going to go down 21%. This year, two thousand nineteen. Last year, I should say now, and in two thousand twenty, they're going to go down eight percent to two dollars and fifty-seven cents a share. It's a thirty-one dollar stock. So you're looking at a twelve PE. The range is eight to fifty-nine. So, in answer to your question, yes, this would probably be a good value stock. That this is probably near its lows. Okay, um, I mean, I mean, not that long ago, a couple of years ago, was in the eighties. So. So, could it get back there? Of course it could, but it'd have to turn around its earnings. When it got, it got into, as high as it's got 97 in 2017, it was making $3.54 a share. Today it's making $2.57 a share. So, a third less. A third less means the stock would be 30 something. That's where it is. You see how that works? Anyways, KHC is the symbol, everybody. Okay. So what are the odds of the stock will rise in twenty twenty? What are the odds? It's really interesting. Uh, you know we had a great year in two thousand nineteen. Okay, that's 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 fine. But does that mean because we had a good year, <coughs> excuse me, that the following year is going to be less? So no, not at all. Matter of fact, since eighteen ninety seven. Since they started counting this stuff, 122 years worth of information, the Dow rose 80 times at 65.6%. 80 times. 80 times. Okay, that's 65.6% of the time. Now, consider those years in which the Dow rose in the calendar years immediately following them. Okay, so the stock Dow rose one year. Did What did they do the following year? Remember, of all the years, they've gone up 65% of the time. Well, how about just when you look at the years that it's gone up and then the following year? How often does it go up the following year? 65%. <laughs> so, so, so there's really – so you can't say because it was up big last year it's not going not gonna to be – it's going to be less this year. You, no. it was up last year, it's going to be up this year. Now, of course, there's nuances about this. But the fact remains that if the market goes up one year, the same statistics apply for the following year. It could go up again. There's no, there's, no, there's no pattern that we can say that it's up one year, it's going to be down the next year. Now, there are statistics. If it's up more than 20% in one year, what is the average of the following year? 13% up, so it's less but it's the, the odds of it going up are the same as if we're going to go down. They're the same. Isn't that interesting numbers? I think they're pretty interesting numbers. Of course, this is what I do. I really like the numbers. I read numbers all the time. And so I, I get to a point where I enjoy reporting on them. And it just gives me a better, for me, it gives me a better flavor to try to control emotions. Because if I know what the statistics are, I know what the markets do, I don't have to you know, worry about anything. Well, this is what it normally does. Why am I freaking out? Because it went up so much, it's probably going to give it back. Don't freak out. This is a waste of time. Waste of your energy and time. Okay. Okay. Uh, we're in a new year, and we just finished a very good one. So as we go to break, here's my market trivia question. How how does the down and S&P perform in years after? <laughs> I just gave that number. I, I, I kind of blew that. I blew my trivia question. Sorry about that, everybody. We know trivia question today. Anyways, we'll be right back. Give us a call. The number is 888-99-CHART.
2: The time is now. And if you act now, the benefit to your financial future could be measurably significant. This is your chance to sharpen your investing skills through a valuable online classroom learning opportunity. InvestTalk Academy. Enrollment in InvestTalk Academy will introduce you to a weekly series of live investing classes conducted by KPP financial principals and InvestTalk hosts, Steve Peasley and Justin Klein. You'll profit from a critical degree of focused mentoring led by Steve and Justin. Hear their full analysis of the market. Follow along with charts and data points. Understand technical and fundamental analysis. Develop the mindset to become a successful investor. InvestTalk Academy offers an unprecedented value for serious investors. Register now at investtalkacademy.com. Invest Talk is made possible by KPP Financial, where Invest Talk hosts and KPP principals Steve Peasley and Justin Klein practice parallel investing. That means Steve and Justin's accounts participate with Klein investments at equal prices and percentages. You can learn more about parallel investing at InvestTalk.com.
1: Okay, eighty-eight, ninety-nine. Chart. Let's talk to Taylor in Phoenix. How are you doing, Taylor?
2: Yeah, how's it going, Steve? Um, yeah, it's going thanks well. Take my call and uh, yeah. So my question is about uh, Zebra Technologies. I've I've held this stock for uh, quite some time now. I'm up about forty percent, and it looks like it hit uh, like about two hundred and sixty is its all time high, and it bounced off, bounced down off that a couple different times now. It was just trying to figure out if this is a good time to get out take some profits or uh if i should just hang on to it for a little while
1: okay zebra technologies everybody uh it makes direct thermal and thermal transfer printers rfid printing encorders encoders and dye sublimation card printers okay Whatever that is. $14 billion cap. Uh, it, it it's a it's been a very strong grower. One of the problems you're dealing with now as it's kind of plateauing is the growth is slowing. It doesn't stop, it's still growing, but it has slowed down. Therefore, the price is probably going to slow down. It's going to make $13 and a penny this year. It's a $255 stock. And next year it's going to make $14 and a nickel. So that's up eight percent next year up 18% this year for the earnings. So $14 means that this is, you know, about an 18 19 PE which is not which is not a really really super high for a growth stock. It really isn't, but the growth is slowing. That's the problem. I mean, last quarter, the sales growth was only 3%. The quarter before that was 8 The quarter before that was 11 The quarter before that was 17 So you can see the 7 it's it's going down slowly. But should you get out? I, I, I would probably hold on to it, but maybe put in a, a stop. Have you ever done that before, Taylor?
2: Yeah, I've done put that. Put in a stop? Uh, yeah, I've done that trailing stop or a stop loss, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's what I probably do. Uh, I do that rather than than just sell it because it might be consolidating here, and that's all it's doing to, for another run up. I, it could fall, but uh, I'm I wouldn't be too really anxious. I'd probably put in a stop to make sure you lock in your profits here. Maybe a good stop or probably be around no oh, two forty five. That's two fifty six now, so that would be you know what three percent fall. Not too not too not too bad. That's what I probably do. Not sell it but put it in a stop to to hold my profits. Taylor, appreciate the call. Thank you. Zebra Z B R A was a symbol, everybody. Let's go to Chris in Walnut Creek. How you doing, Chris? I'm good. How you doing, Steve? Happy New Year. Thank you. Thank
2: you. Happy New Year to you
1: too. Uh just wanna thank you and uh, Justin for the show. Really appreciate it. Um
2: thank my you. my question is about ETF called DIV. BSM Dog, ICE, okay. India, BSM in Victor. What, what's your take on that? Is it a safe play at this time? Or what do you think? That okay, yeah, it might be. Uh,
1: yeah. Yeah, this is the Global X Super Dividends US. ETF, exchange-traded fund. D-I-V is the symbol. It's an ETF seeking investment results corresponding to the index super dividends U.S. low volatility index. So you probably won't get a lot of uh, price appreciation on this. You probably won't. I mean, the range last year was the low was like 20, 20 and a half, and the high was like 23. I mean that that was a range up and down. Uh, and it's closed today at 2369 so at the top of that range but it pays a 7.7% dividend. So you buy this for the dividend. You don't necessarily buy it for the growth. You would like to buy it if when it pulls down a little bit. That would be best. It will it will it's been it's it, it has some volatility in the price. And right now it's at it's high end of that volatility. So I think you'll get a, a little fall, and that's when you just pick it up. Maybe at twenty-three dollars and twenty-three dollars or twenty-three dollars and a quarter, you know, somewhere in that range. It's at twenty three sixty-nine now. So I that's what I would probably do. Chris, good luck with it. DIV, good choice. Now, the KPP Premium Newsletter was distributed to subscribers this morning, as I do it every Friday, and is, of course, packed with helpful information, at least, and insight. That's what I try. That's what I shoot for. In the market conditions sections, well, I explain we had a second week with a holiday in the middle, The result, this resulted in another slowdown of trade volume on the exchanges. In other words, trading volume for the stocks was low. When that usually happens, you usually have more than normal volatility. But they're still holding up pretty nice. That's what I said. They're holding up pretty well, especially the last two days. We had a lot of up and down volatility caused by the Iraqi spat and the fear that that might do something develop into something worse which I kind of don't think it will but gold had a big move did you see that oil and gold spiked up now due to the short week there wasn't very many economic numbers which is you know this remember this is the front section front, front section of the of the newsletter and I just mentioned what economic numbers that did come out that were important there were only a couple. So that was you know, you know it's mentioned that the economy is doing well, that we're going to have a, probably a GDP for two thousand twenty in the two percent range. But there are issues that could upset this upset this prediction, and I mentioned all the, the, the issues that I that I think there were three of them. Okay, in the portfolio management section of the note, it's a, like a four page newsletter. Okay, it comes out every Friday, um, and I, how, what I talked about here was um what you need that generally you don't have in other words you need time if you're going to be a long-term good investor you're going to need time to study and find out and learn about what stocks to buy and once you buy them keep keep abreast of what's happening with the company you need time and you need discipline in other words don't just get in and out, in and out, every wiggle waggle, because then you you'll, you trust me, you won't have a good performance. So I just talked about that a bit, gave a couple of stock ideas, and it was in the agricultural era, uh, area that I gave two stock ideas. Why? Why did I do that? Because the, I'm thinking that the world economy is going to start picking up this year. I think it's it's bottomed. That's why I think. And generally speaking, that means people will start doing better. And usually, stocks that in a stronger GDP world GDP, the stocks that benefit are they will go up prior to the actual event of those of the GDP going up. Once it's already done, or up. You you have to look forward. You don't don't look backwards. So that's what these stocks are. They're looking forward. And finally, Consumer Watch, I talked about snow skiing and where there's reasonably priced places to go skiing. Now, my first ski trip was when I was 30 years old. First time I've ever been on snow and skis. And by the end of the day, I must have failed 20 times. Boy, that was painful and exhausting. I only went about five, six times in my life, and I think that's it. I'm probably not going to go anymore. But I gave you a few places where you can go the prices that are much better. So that's the newsletter. Uh, It comes out every Friday. As I said, you can can, uh, subscribe to it if you want. You go to investtalk.com. Investtalk.com comes out every Friday morning. So it's easy. You can get it directly through our website, investtalk.com. Okay? Uh, and this, uh, if this, uh, let's see, what am I, um, I'm Steve Peasley, everybody, and we stream and broadcast Invest Talk live every day, 4 to 5 Pacific time, Monday through Friday. And it's also available 24 hours a day, seven days a week via the archi- archived podcasts at investtalk.com. And of course, you can listen and subscribe and rate Invest Talk podcasters at iTunes, Google Play, Spotify. And I would appreciate it if you did that. So I hope you'll tell your friends and family about the show. We're always welcoming more and more people. Make, it makes my heart go pitter patter. So if you have any questions, now's time to call eight eighty eight ninety-nine chart.
2: This is Invest Talk. Steve Peasley has added two new portfolio review trips to his schedule. Steve will be in Dallas, Texas on Friday, January twenty-fourth, and he'll return to New York City for two days. Tuesday and Wednesday, January 28th and 29th. These are no cost and no obligation consultations. Learn more and register now at InvestTalk.com. Steve and Justin, welcome your investing questions, and the phone lines are open. Call 888 99 Chart.
0: I have a question on goal-based investing. My wife and I are saving for a home and.
1: Looking for advice thanks bye. okay he's he's talking about gold GLD gold I think. Um, gold has spiked today and it's been rising rising for the well, last two weeks or so and it's now reaching right at the highs it made uh, last year in September. So, um, the question is, do, you know, um, I've told you before for months now, I said, okay, the market, ever since September when it's peaked and it's been going down, I said, it's going to consolidate here at some point and you need, it's going to have one more run up. I think it's going to have one more run up and it looks like that's what it's doing. Of course, the run up today, yesterday was the fear of Iraqi problems and I think that's going to calm down. Uh, And I've hinted in my annual letter to clients, why I think gold will have more run-up this year. And and it's going to be based on a a weaker dollar and a a more more, uh, turmoil, world turmoil. Uh, So I I think that's going to have another run-up. And I think this is a this is the first hints that we are gonna have one. Now that doesn't mean it's gonna go up straight from here. It may give back some of this gain the last couple of weeks, consolidate a little bit more and try it again. I mean you know if you've been around the market and around prices of stocks and commodities and you know it's not a straight line run up. It never is. That's why I always say, Well why don't you wait for a little pullback and then buy it or because it's run up so much and try to remember you you know when people call me up and they say, "Gee, this stock has run up, and you know, is it a good buy now?" My immediate thinking is, "Is you're 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 letting emotions decide for you? You've seen it's gone up. You have you're you're fearful that you're missing out on something, or you're greedy because you think it's gonna keep going up, and you own it, and you think it's gonna go up forever." You have to control that. You look at it and say, look, what's normal? What's common? What's, what What should I expect? Not based on, well, gee, it's gone up and so-and-so talked about it. It was on the news and I need to get in it. That's, that's fear of missing out. Fear of missing out. That's F-O-M. Fear of missing out. F-O-M-O. You don't, there's always opportunities. Don't react to fear or greed. Neither one. Okay? Let's go to Robert in Vancouver, Washington. I have relatives. Lots of relatives. I got 20 relatives in Vancouver. How are you doing, Robert? I'm good. How are you? Good. Thanks for the call.
0: So, I got a question with all the stuff that's not going on with us and possibly Iran. It's now a good time to Put money into like all the weapons stocks, like Northrop Grumman, um, like people that make like the in general the tanks and all that. Yeah,
1: the, the tanks and the missiles and uh, systems that control the tanks and missiles and you know yeah. uh, drones and those things. Oh yeah. yeah. The answer generally, yep. the answer generally would be no, Robert. No. Now you would think that's illogical, right? You think, well, wait a minute. <laughs> They're using this stuff. Well, we're talking about in general. The reason being is when Trump got elected, he talked about spending a lot of money on military, remember? And he has. Yep. So all those stocks that he was that were in that sector have gone up very well the last couple three years. So can they continue to go up? Yes. But in general, we're, we're late to the game, we're late to the game. So this turmoil with uh, Iran, I, Iran, and that's kind of a blip. It's not a, a, a fundamental change. The fundamental change is when he got elected, and that was when to buy him. Now let's say he gets reelected this year. Well, that doesn't mean you buy him, but certainly shouldn't sell him either. Okay, but let's say uh, um, um, the Democrat got gets reelected gets elected this year, then the, the the fear of that happening if it gets closer to election and the fear grows that Trump is going to be defeated, you'll see all those military stocks head down head south. They'll head south. They're going to go down because generally speaking, the thinking is, uh, the Democrats are 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 light on defense where Republicans are. Tough on defense. I'll spend more money on defense. So th- there's that pattern. You got to pay attention if you're going to buy in that that sector, Robert. So uh, so I think it's probably a bit late. Doesn't mean there aren't opportunities here and there, but you're going to have to be careful where you buy. Okay. Appreciate the call, though. Good question. Sure. Thank you. This is Invest talk, everybody. I'm Steve Peasley, and we have one goal here: that's to help you achieve financial. Freedom, Financial freedom. That means, you know, it's the so simple. That means instead of you working for the money, it works for you, and you don't have to worry about it. Ever. So we're going to continue that task right after this break. 888-99-CHART. This is InvestTalk.
2: And Steve Peasley has added two new portfolio review trips to his schedule. In January, Steve will travel to Dallas, Texas, and New York City. Serious investors can register for his no-cost and no-obligation consultations. Learn more and register now at InvestTalk.com. Steve and Justin welcome your investing questions, and the phone lines are open. Call 888-99-CHART.
0: Hey, Steve. Hey, Justin. I was wondering what you guys thought about Billy, Billy, B-I-L-I. It was up 13% yesterday to start the year, and it's slowly been going up for the past three-ish months. I was wondering what you guys thought about it. Thanks, bye.
1: Well, this is a company that's on the come, the, what's, gonna go, what's going to happen, not what is happening. For instance, well, let you know, it's a Chinese company. It's a Chinese provider of high-quality content and immersive entertainment experience online. Okay, so it's an online gaming company. Okay, why? They don't make any money. They're not going to make any money, and they lost more money than the estimates thought they were going to make this most recent quarter. But sales are growing. 40, 50, 60 percent last quarter, just the most recent quarter 66 percent growth in sales. So this is all about sales growth super sales growth. the company's fairly new came out of an IPO here in the US in March uh, in March of 2018 and the news uh, just recently you know, said that it wasn't look good on the earnings it missed their estimates and blah 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 but. They also had signed just a brand-new three-year contract to broadcast the League of Legends in China, which, you know, big deal. That's where they drive sales. And so the sales are being driven, and the earnings hopefully will come later. That's the thinking. That's the thinking, but it's way overpriced. You're talking about a $22 stock, and they're going to lose $0.27 cents a share next uh, this year, 2020. They lost 47 cents a share in 2019. So when are they gonna make a profit? Now the stock has moved up, as you pointed out, from thirteen dollars and fifty cents to twenty-two dollars in since October. That's the low. $1350 seemed to be where it fell to several times in the last year and then broke out. Now it's broken out to two new new highs. The last couple of days it went from uh like 1950 to $22 in two days. Okay. That's a lot. Don't think that's not a lot. That's percentage-wise, that's a big move up. Should you buy it? It's not for me. I don't buy stocks that don't make money. Remember my rule. My rule: don't buy stocks that don't make money. Now, that's my general. Doesn't mean you can't take a chance once in a while with a little bit of your money. If you have twenty thousand dollars to invest, you're a young investor. You only had twenty, then you don't you don't expose more than a $1, 1500 dollars to a stock like this. You don't. You don't buy stocks that don't make money. You buy stocks that make money. That stocks that make money, growing their sales, growing dividends, you know, those those kinds of stocks. Okay? Appreciate the call, though. Good question. It's a pretty interesting company. It looks like it's going to be a grower, you know, a big grower. Okay, number one country. Number one country to retire to abroad. And you can do it on $2,200 a month. And these are, th- this list was developed based on not just low price and good health benefits and those kinds of things, but also the beauty of the country. So that's pretty esoteric guess, okay? Their number one was Portugal. Number two is Panama. Number three is Costa Rica. Number four is Mexico. I'm assuming Mexico and some of these other countries because they're right along the ocean, you know, because inland Mexico is nothing but desert. Unless you go further south, then you got, you know, you got jungles. Then number five is Colombia. Number six is Ecuador. Number seven is Malaysia. Spain is number eight. And France, number nine. And Vietnam, number ten so Spain huh so Portugal is number 1 of course Portugal is right near right next to Spain so okay China cut bank reserve requirements so China is doing its own version of QE what's a bank reserve requirements we have them here in the United States what those are is the bank is required to be safe so they're required to have very safe uh, assets cash U.S. Treasuries. How much, though, of their overall uh, portfolio? Well, in China, it went from 11% down to 10.5%. That frees up about $115 billion into the system, which is not great, but it is QE. I'm Steve Peasley, and this completes another Investop program. Justin, uh, let's see, I will return, let's see, what today, what is today? Today is Friday. I'll be back Tuesday. Yeah, I'll be back Tuesday. Justin will be here on Monday. In the meantime, please tell your friends and family members. Give us a call. Remember, I'll be in Dallas and in New York City this January, so if you want to meet with me, time to do it. Go to InvestTalk.com. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great night.